When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to Business in Heels podcast, the podcast that inspires and educates women in business globally to succeed. Now, over to your host, Anne Marie Cross. Hi and welcome to another episode of Business in Heels podcast. This is episode 12 and I'm your host Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. Joining me on today's show is Louisa too. Louisa is 42 and a mother of three almost grown children. She's passionate about doing social good and she spent 20 years in community service before she started Away Team in 2016. She loves her job because it helps business women soar to new heights while giving Filipinos long-term sustainable employment. She believes that they are the only company in Australia that does ethical outsourcing and she's very, very proud to be doing so. Now on today's show, Louise is going to share how you can work less, earn more and do all of these things in an ethical manner. Having used online workers for three years herself, she's going to share her top tips for working with a virtual team and how to get it right the first time, as well as the tools that she uses with her team. She's also going to share her own story of burnout and recovery and how her online team has allowed her to step away into doing what she does best, which is sharing the love that she has for her away team. So welcome to the show, Louisa. Good morning. It's nice to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Can't wait to hear you share your story. I know when I speak to a lot of business women, the overwhelm of all of the different tasks, all of the different functions that we need to juggle in our business can be very overwhelming. And unfortunately, some of us can also experience burnout. And I know that you did too. I'm going to share your story and how you overcame that. So, And often we take so much on board. It really can be quite stressful, can't it? It can, and I think as women, we sometimes uh, expect ourselves to do everything. Mm. To be the superwoman that, um, you know, if we've got children, do mothering and run a business and make sure that we're doing it all. Um, that's an expectation we put on ourselves, mm-hmm. and so particularly women find it difficult to hand stuff off. Yes, um, and that's really what happened for me and mm-hmm. for um, my husband, who was in business. Who is in business himself? Um, so yeah, it, it's that it's getting to that point of actually I can't do this anymore. That really um, led to us developing systems and processes and using online workers in the Philippines. Mm, fantastic. So let's talk more about that. I mean, how can we work less, earn more, and of course do all of these things in an ethical manner? Because that's something that's of high value to you, and what you mm. encourage us all to do too. So I guess I, I would like to start with the way we got to 
um, doing a away team because it really talks of how we have developed this ethical manner of outsourcing. So sure. three three years ago, um, my husband went on a business trip to the Philippines. He runs his own web development company, which mm-hmm. is a sister company to away team. And he went on a business trip with a major client who was moving their call centre to the Philippines. And he came home saying, I-, I think we need to use Filipino workers. Mm-hmm. And at the time... Um, I was completely against um, outsourcing as a thing. In my head, it was completely unethical that there is no way that you could do it and make sure that that the workers uh, offshore were paid well. And um, so we actually had a stand-up argument in the South Melbourne market, like (laughs) yelling argument um, about that. And I'm just like, there's no way we're doing it and rah, rah, rah. And um, so that was our starting point really was me going, absolutely not and Mm. him saying well we have to because you know you're complaining that I'm working too hard because he was so he'd been running his company for 10 years and we hadn't had a holiday in that time three little children um you know we'd go on holidays and he'd spend three quarters of the day on his phone or on the computer or answering emails and the kids would be like well when are we going to the beach and I'm like I don't know when dad's finished and Mm -hmm. I was just over that as a thing I'm like you know, I just want you to go and get a job is actually yeah. what I think I said to him at one point because at least I know you'd be at work between nine and five yeah. and then you'd be hours because as business people, we know that you're on 24-7. If a, somebody responds to you on Facebook at nine o'clock at night, you answer it, right? Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. and as a web developer, if somebody's website goes down Oh, that's right. I'll get back to you in 24 hours. It's just not possible. You just wouldn't do no. it. No. So, um we started exploring the possibilities. After I said no way, I realised it actually was going to happen and if it was going to happen, we needed to do it pos- properly. Yeah. So we explored the, started to explore the possibilities and it was actually really difficult. So at the time, I don't think there were many companies offering the service and what we wanted wasn't – what we didn't want was um, multiple people doing the same job. So the first position we wanted was a VA for my husband and we didn't want – um, the option in Australia at the time was, oh, yes, we can give you a VA. It'll be one of these six people who work for us on it different days. Mm-hmm. That wasn't going to work for us. We wanted one person that could be embedded in our business that became our employee. Um, and so we had to work out what that looks like ourselves and that meant um, got Matt going to the Philippines and interviewing people one-on-one. Um, and... It took about six months to do that. Yeah. So, you know, because it's very, when when it's a new country and you don't understand the laws and you don't understand all of that, you actually have to be involved in that process. So Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we've done all that hard work. So we um, have worked out the interview process. We have uh, registered a Filipino company. So all of that has been organized because we've done that hard work. Yeah, Yeah. And our first employee was Isabel and she's now our business manager, but at the time, she was employed as Matt's virtual assistant mm-hmm. um, and it was really hearing her story and how we changed her life that made me go, okay, I want to do this for other people because I know it works for us yes. but also it makes a difference to to her life. So about six months after we employed her mm-hmm. and we'd employed then by, so in the first six months we um, employed ten people, so her and nine developers. And Matt said, come to the Philippines because I was still like, oh, I don't know, this isn't sitting right with me. I don't know that it's the right thing. I've got a very strong social justice 
core values. So mm. I was, you know, are we doing it okay? He said, come with me. Come with me to the Philippines. Meet the staff. You'll see what we're doing is changing lives. So that's exactly what I did. I went to – we had a Christmas conference. I went and I met Isabel. The others were male and uh, computer programmers, so mm-hmm. not the most talkative people. <laughs> <laughs> so Isabel and I spent a lot of time together. We spent nearly a week together and she had her little girl with her. Mm-hmm. And I learned by talking to her that three days before we employed her, she had booked a ticket to Qatar mm-hmm. to go to leave her daughter at home and go and work as home help in Qatar, which is very common. There are Mm -hmm. three and a half thousand Filipino women that leave a day to go overseas to work as home help. Mm. Isabel has a master's in economics, but she couldn't get a well enough paying job using that degree. So she was going to just go and clean for Mm -hmm. a living and Mm -hmm. probably never come home and probably never see her child again. Because we employed her and we paid her proper wages she was able to stay at home um, and her then six-month-old, who is now almost six, mm. um, was able to be with her mum, mm. which is really, as a mother, I cannot imagine making the decision to leave your child mm-hmm. and possibly never see them again. I just, I was just sitting there listening to her thinking, I can't, that that's never been a thought in my head. I was struggling having left my children in the, in Australia for a month, let yes. alone forever, potentially. Yeah. It's something we take for granted here, isn't it? It's unfathomable to think that we would have to leave our children, our family, our life to yep. another country, to go to another country in order to, yeah, get work and, and to survive, really. And I don't think people recognise the the lack of opportunities over in those those countries and the fact that through your working with her and, of course, now your team, which has expanded and providing uh, ethical, you know, an ethical manner towards your approach in, in remuneration and things like that, you really are impacting their lives. On a huge scale. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So mother families are staying together, which is awesome. And Mm. um, there's plenty of research around the sociological effects that are happening right now in the Philippines because mothers are leaving. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or attachment is is making a generation of children having emotional, social and emotional issues because they don't have mum around to look after them. Yes. And often the dads are working long hours as well. So they're actually very much left to their own devices. So that is having that is creating this group of young people that really haven't had good, solid parenting, which mm. is causing some issues. Um, and so away team, of course we can't. There are 7,000 islands and um, many millions of people in the Philippines. So we can't fix that. But what we can do is work alongside Australian businesses to impact individual families and it just makes me so proud to do so Mm -hmm. i've met most of our workers and they all are so grateful to be employed by us not just because they get to stay at home but because we pay wages so because we have a filipino company Mm -hmm. all of our workers are waged so every other outsourcing company in australia they are subcontracted so they only get an hourly rate Mm -hmm. with us they're waged, so they get sickness benefits, they get maternity leave, they get long service leave, and and there's various other benefits that they get that are specific to the Philippines, mm-hmm. and that just means they've got security. Yes, uh, and because we we 
follow Filipino label law. Also, there's really strong um, rules around how you let go of somebody mm-hmm. and we follow all of that. And it just means that we have really good staff retention, which means that when you employ somebody with us, you get the one worker that's individually found for you and they stay with you because they're happy and they don't have to be looking for any other work. Yes. So it's a win-win. Mm-hmm. That's right. And I think when someone feels that they're really being valued, and of course, you know, when we think about staff, they're part of our team. When someone feels valued, their performance is higher, their morale is higher, and they really want to give back. It's a, a mutually giving relationship. And I can see that you've made sure that intentionally it was set up this way. So you said when you first started, you had uh, nine de- a development team and, and of course, the VA who now is a, your business manager. How many people do you have on your team now? So we have 56 employees in, uh, in TELUS, which is my husband's company and another 50 within um, awaiting, wow. so 100 employees, Yeah. which, you know, we could never have done that with Australian employees. Uh, we just don't we, – we are a very small bespoke company and mm. it just wasn't financially viable to us. So what it meant was that Matt was doing most of the work, work himself Yes. and then um, when we could afford it, we would get Australian contractors which meant he couldn't grow, he mm-hmm. just couldn't grow because not only was he doing most of the coding himself, which if you know anything about websites, which I don't really, I just live with a coder, mm-hmm. it takes hours and hours and hours and you can get one thing wrong and it takes you four or five hours to work out what that one thing is wow. and whilst the one thing is wrong, the website doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, so what it's done is we now have this team of, of developers that do that work for him which means he's available to work with the team around issues mm-hmm. and then to grow the business around uh, talking to new clients. We don't do any administration anymore because Matt and I are terrible at it. Yes. We're just not good at it. And so our BAS statements were behind, you know, we our, our accounts hadn't been reconciled for a very long time. Poor Isabel had to fix all of that, mm-hmm. and she has, um, because we were terrible at it. We're not systematic people around that sort of stuff. And so that's just removed all of that stress. We don't have to do any of that anymore. I don't pay a bill. I don't even pay. She pays all our our personal bills and all our business bills. Mm -hmm. And it is so nice to be able to hand that off and go, actually, I'm really bad at that. I'm just not going to do it very well. Here's somebody who loves numbers, don't understand, loves numbers, loves, (laughs) loves maths, will make sure that we've got it all right. And here you go. Yeah. It was just such a relief for us to be able to do that. Oh, I can imagine. And, you know, sometimes when we look at the tasks that we're doing in our business, we may, in, in, as in your case, really not enjoy it and really not be very good at it. And it can take us sometimes double, if not triple, or even quadruple mm. the time, which means that you're not spending time on income-generating functions, you know, things like that. That's so right. share a little bit about how you're using online workers because one of the things that I I often hear feedback from uh, is, well, I've, I've heard of, of these amazing, um, you know, employees who, who are experts in their field and they love their work, but I'm not really sure on how to even start and, and approach it. And, you know, you've been working with online workers for three years. So what are some of the top tips that you've learned along the way that have enabled you now to work really effectively with your online team? So the first thing is that you have to get what's in your head out of your head and onto paper. Mm-hmm. Even though they 
I think sometimes the word virtual gets in the way of people's mindsets. Oh, they're virtual, therefore they will know everything. Mm. So often that's a, an initial teething program, a problem that I'm working with new clients around. Well, no, you, they're not just going to understand your brand. brand you have to tell them. Mm-hmm. So it's about creating systems. And initially that's a bit annoying because you're like, oh, this would be quicker to do myself, which is true. Initially, new things are always harder. Anything you do that's new takes more time initially. Yes. So that first, I always say to people, give it a month. In a month, you won't know yourself because you will have got all of that stuff that's in your head out and onto paper. It'll be systemized and your new worker will be doing all those things you want them to do. Yeah. So that's the very first thing is systemize your processes, Mm -hmm. get it onto paper so for us, so I have a um, a whole team that does all of our content. Uh, they uh, do the design, they do the writing for us, the content writing. We have a videographer, we have a photographer. Um, and so in order to make sure that our content is consistent and our brand is consistent, mm-hmm. we have a brand book. And the brand book is 36 pages long, which is incredible. I can't believe it's that long, but that's how long it is. <laughs> it talks about... Everything, the colors we use, the sizes of fonts we use, the hashtags we use. It has a user story that talks about the clients that we're trying to get and who Mm -hmm. they are and Mm -hmm. what age they are and what industries they work in. Um, So I no longer have to say to people, oh, that's not quite on brand. I just have to say, have you looked at the brand book? Mm. Is this okay, Louisa? Did you check with the brand book? And so they've got this document that's very, very comprehensive that shows exactly how we put things in the online space. Mm -hmm. Something you mentioned there about, you know, some people initially being adverse to putting the processes down on paper. I think for any serious business owner who is looking at scaling their business, if you don't have processes in place, you will never be able to scale your business ever, 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 ever. You're just creating a job Mm -hmm. for yourself. So, you know, we all should be doing that anyway. And then we can integrate and grow our team just as as you have done so effectively. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. I think that without systems, you're just an employee of yourself yeah. and it's no yeah. point in that. And, you know, that's where we were for a number of years mm-hmm. is um, just stuck because we had no processes, no um, systems. Matt was doing all the work himself. It just didn't work. It was a nightmare. Mm. Uh, and we've actually just spent the last – six months re-looking at our systems because our team has grown and making sure that that's all working. We did a SWOT analysis, in the, which I think is another really important thing with working with a team is you have to have measurable goals and the way you do that is by making sure that you have an assessment of your business, whether that's using something like SWOT or whatever assessment you choose, you have to have measurable outcomes so everybody knows where you're headed. Mm. So we, I went to the Philippines and it's not necessary to go there, but I have a team of seven underneath me. So I went there because it's easier to go there with that many. Plus, I liked the tropics and it was a holiday. So, mm. you know, we'd win. And we spent five days doing a SWOT analysis, which gave us a really clear uh, look at where exactly where a way team is and where it needed to go. Yes. And from that, we've then developed a 12-month plan or three-month, six-month and 12-month plan. So we have a really clear idea of where we want to head. Yeah. which I think it's very, very important that everybody knows. So, again, there's no point in having where you want to go in your head and not telling your worker. Mm-hmm. And it works. And I think it's a bit like systemizing. 
we all should be doing that in business anyway. Yeah. Otherwise, we're just floundering around doing nothing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And we can't take on any additional challenges that come on board. And as you know, as businesses, there are often unforeseeable issues and challenges that we need to do or address. And if we don't, because we haven't got enough time, then everything comes to a, a halt and, and we become the bottleneck in our business. So yep. I cannot stress uh, how important it is to, to get those systems out of our, our heads. What other things did you do that you could see was really supporting you in being able to build an, your team and, of course, work with these online workers? So not being afraid of the technology. I'm the most un-technology. Um, I'm not very clever at technology. <laughs> I, ne- I'm so, I always say to my children, how do I do this? Yeah. I'm turning into my mother <laughs> and, and give them my device to make it do. Yeah. But I, I had to learn to use technology. Technology, mm. there are so many applications that allow you to share things safely and to work with a team and to make things faster. Yeah, yeah. Do you have favourites that you use? I do. So we use a combination of Slack, which mm-hmm. is an online messaging, a secure online messaging tool, mm-hmm. which links with Trello, which is a project management tool, mm-hmm. and Google Docs. So they all integrate with each other. So we can talk to each other, we can share documents, and we can project manage all using the, using those three systems very seamlessly. Yeah, great. And so we talk on Slack all day. And we don't just talk about business either. We chat about our kids, we make jokes, we upload funny gifs to each other. You know, we, we really, it's it's yeah. like our coffee yeah, break. Yeah, that's kind of like your virtual water cooler almost where you yeah, congregation. Yeah. 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 Um, and so, and we have different channels, so different channels for different things. So it's all very organised so that, you know, if we're talking about graphic design, then we've got a creatives section. If we're talking about recruitment, we've got HR, you know, we so that's the really nice thing about Slack is you can have same team members but different mm, channels mm-hmm. that you then invite specific team members into so that everybody's not seeing a whole lot of junk that doesn't isn't relevant to them. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's a really good it's also secure, so you can only get to it with a password and you have to be invited. You can't just add yourself. So nobody can come along and add themselves to our chat so it makes it secure um and it it is pretty stable so it works all of the time which is great mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about the the various skills available because you said that you've got your own team that work for you because sometimes there's a misconception that there are only admin people. I mean, you've obviously mm. mentioned IT and, and developers, but there are diverse experts. Well, you know, they bring diverse industry experience. Give us some mm. of the, the yeah, the industry experience that you've got in your team and what's available for people who are listening today, Louise, are thinking, well, I need support in this particular area before they rule out, well, no one's going to be available virtually to be able to support me because there are some incredible people that we can tap into, can't we? Yeah, so anything really you can do from behind a computer remotely, we can find workers to do. Yeah. The most out there thing was a children's book illustrator. Uh-huh. Wow. Yep, so we were able to source um, somebody for that. Um, so in my team, I have HR, recruitment, I have two VAs who just do administration stuff, mm-hmm. just administration stuff, who do administration stuff. <laughs> I have a graphic designer um, two content writers, 
a videographer. I think that's all. Mm. Now, and they the... are world class. So if anybody yeah. goes to our website mm-hmm. uh, or looks at our blog, all of that is written, produced and designed by Filipinos because that's the other question I get asked a bit. How do I know that the st- the workers will be able to create things that are of a standard that I'd be happy with yes. and I just send them to our pages and say, well, look, here yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. Amazing. You know, I'm very yeah. proud of our team um, and the things that they create. The other thing that people worry about is that, well, if I get a content writer that they won't be able to write with my voice, mm. content, good content writers can. So good content writers will sit with you, listen to you for 10, 15 minutes and then go away and write your story and that's really what, Natalie does for me is she I can't write I'm not I have dyslexia and writing for me is really difficult but I can Mm -hmm. talk Mm -hmm. so I will get online with her and we talk about a topic she makes notes and then she writes incredible content that's written in the way I would write it yes so we can find people that do exactly that Mm -hmm. amazing and you said with a videographer so do you take the video footage here in Australia and then send that through to your team or how does that work so sometimes we do we do. We've just started doing Facebook Live, uh-huh. so we will take. I will do that, and then Mike takes the Facebook Live video and edits it and puts captions on it. Um, sometimes he will take video footage in the Philippines mm-hmm. and then put that together as videos. We try. We're just about. So we're just rejigging our um, content marketing strategy, and there will be a video attached to all of our blog posts. So at the moment, we blog, we blog every week, and probably have a video every couple. But we're going to be having some sort of video attached to every blog post. So some of it will just be me talking to camera, and then Mike will have edited it. Yes. And some of it will be live footage and some of it will be integrating WAPS designs. Her husband just happens to be an animator, so he helps her sometimes animate really basic animation with the um, graphic design work that she mm-hmm, does. Mm-hmm. So some of it will be a combination of live action and um, basic animation. So I'm very proud of our content. I think it's incredible mm. and it's really well produced and put together yeah absolutely and certainly we've already alluded that we're going to share the url so people can check it out but why don't you do that now louise i'm sure people are just dying to head over and checking out what we've just been talking about what's the best url for them awayteam.com.au is our website yes you can also find us on facebook so away team on facebook Mm -hmm. Um, and instagram which is again just awayteam.au um, yeah, and like I said, we blog every week and we blog, we don't just blog about using online workers, we blog about doing business really and doing business ethically. It's yeah. really important to me to be in that space and talking about how you can hustle with heart, I call it. So get business, earn money, have a great lifestyle, but also make sure you're doing social good. That's really important to me. Mm. And so we do some talking about that, about how you do that really. Amazing. I'm just, as you're talking, I'm just going on Instagram. Fantastic. Love the the blue sky and the person standing on the beach. Amazing. Especially here in cold Melbourne. (laughs) It's been so cold here in Melbourne of late. I know. My team was saying the other day, Oh, it's cold here. It's it's marshmallow weather. I'm like, you have no idea. (laughs) 
Oh. I don't think you understand what cold means. <laughs> oh, I know, absolutely, absolutely. Cold to them is 27 degrees. Oh, is and... it? Oh, there you go. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> they, but yeah, yeah. No, they don't do winter. The Philippines is fabulous and it's such a beautiful country and not very well known either. Oh, and so also yeah. part of what we want to do is um, share how amazing it is and how what a awesome travel destination it is and what beautiful people they are. So really that cultural exchange is very important for us too. Mm -hmm. So, you know, humanising them and saying these guys are awesome because they really are a very beautiful, kind, welcoming country. Yes. And we have been welcomed into people's families and people's houses and they do hospitality so very well. And it is just a stunning country to visit so many islands, so many beautiful places to stay. Cocktails cost nothing. It's like it's very, very nice place to to be. Yeah. Well, you can really hear the passion come through in in your voice. So, if someone were considering and they're on the fence about the possibility of really aligning and leveraging the expertise of on, online workers, what 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 insight would you like to share? What's one that last insight? I think what I say, when I say, when I talk to business people about whether or not they can, a question is, can I afford it is what often is asked of Mm. me. And I say, can you afford not to? So I often ask, what is their hourly rate? No. And usually the people I'm talking to, their hourly rate is somewhere between a hundred to two hundred dollars an hour. And I say, okay, so if a, a base grade, VA, so somebody that's doing straight administration, will cost you about $250 a week full-time, which is really, when you think about the hourly rate of people, not a lot of money. Mm. Um, that puts them, that puts the Filipino in the top 5% of earners in the, in the Filipino country. So it's a really good wage for them because the cost of living is so much lower. And we'll actually be doing a blog about this in a few weeks, just explaining the cost, cost of living so people can really see that we are providing good wages because $250 a week just doesn't sound like a lot of money to no, us here. No, no. And, and, of course, you're talking Australian dollars, aren't you, or yeah, US dollars? Yeah, I am talking yeah. about yeah. Australian dollars, yeah. yeah. And and so my, my question then is, you know, I would imagine that most people spend more than $250 a week on uh, various things. Mm. And if you are so busy working in your business that you are unable to be earning money because all of the tasks you do doing are not income generating. Yes. Then can you afford not to hire someone so that you can get out there and do your business? Because yeah. most of us didn't get into business to be doing it back end admin, to be going down the Facebook, you know, when you're a member of forty Facebook groups and you have to engage with them all the time and you suddenly realise three hours has gone past and you haven't done <laughs> things on your to-do list. And that's just looking at the at the post. That's not mm. doing anything. It's mm. just, you know, all that stuff that absolutely has to be done in order for a business to be successful, but you can't be doing it yourself no. because you can't go. And that's when you get stuck and frustrated and angry and you're like, why, didn't, why did I leave my job? My job was so much easier than this. So in order to do... Free yourself up to be doing the reason, the stuff you love, which is your business, because nobody starts business because they hate it. They start business because they're passionate about something. Absolutely. So in order to get back to that passion, you have to be able to let go. So that's really it. 
Well, that brings us to the end of another show. I know that you've taken away so much and certainly please reach out to Louisa and find out how one of her team can support you in your business, particularly if you recognize that you're getting a little bit stressed and anxious about all of the tasks and functions that you need to do in your business and you recognize that you're not focusing on the activities you need to be doing in your business to generate more income, get more clients and of course build alliance partners. So reach out to Louisa at awayteam.com.au. Now, if this is the very first time that you're joining us today, please remember to subscribe to our Apple Podcasts or via one of the Google Play apps. To do that, all you need to do is go to ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash B-I-H 12. That's ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash B-I-H 12. And you'll be able to select from the show notes how you want to subscribe, which means you're not going to miss out on any of the other shows coming up with other guest experts to share their story and their insights to help you take your business to the next level. Until next time, have a fabulous fortnight. Bye for now. Hi, it's Anne-Marie. Have you enjoyed listening to the show and have thought about creating your own podcast so you too can become an influential voice in your industry, but you just don't know where to start? I've created a special gift just for you. It's my free mini training, Podcasting with Purpose, where you'll learn what you need to do to stand out, be heard, and influence your audience from your very first podcast. I'm also giving you my step-by-step podcast production workflow checklist, including the tools I use, as well as a checklist of no-cost and low-cost tools to get you started. To access, go to annemariecross.com forward slash mini training. That's annemariecross.com forward slash mini training.